Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast with your hosts, Joel Miner and Andrew Quadrio. Joel and Andrew are on a mission to make you aware of all the unnecessary pain and unavoidable costs that commonly happens throughout a building or renovating process, educate you on how to avoid these common mistakes, as well as share knowledge, experience, ideas, and inspiration so you can enjoy your building experience. What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast. If you want to know any more information on this episode of what we've been talking about, click the link below. This link right here. Click it. Come on, click it. Yeah, you're watching. Welcome back to another week. Andrew, how is lockdown going? You're still in lockdown. Wonderful. No, we're pretty fortunate. Like I get to go and work and not have to stay at home all day and that sort of stuff. So, but yeah, it's a bit, it's tough, but you know, it is what it is at the moment. So you got to, you know, grit and bear it. It'll, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, apparently. So, yeah, well, I had my first jab yesterday. So, Oh, true. There we go. Yeah, this, I didn't yeah. you're not, you... at all. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you not watching the video uh, visual version, he was just twitching and shaking his neck. Twitching because I was. Twitching, I was... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's good. Feel sorry for like the restaurants and cafes. Like I said, it's just yeah, yeah it's crazy. Hairdressers yeah, really and gyms sh- and that sort of stuff that don't they've got no option at all, really. So, yeah, so super, super lucky, super grateful for that. Um, yeah, hang on, if you're if you're one of those people and you're out there, hang on, hang on, we can do it. We can do it. Uh, we were just talking. I had a meeting with a client, and I want to get into. Back into budget, we, we seem to cross this topic quite often and I like crossing this because it just seems to be the same thing that comes up over, and up and up. And over and over and over and over. And it's, it's really coming to the reality of the budget, the expectations, what level of finish, what the dream is, and then working out what your costings are and being able to find out what you can afford. And so many people don't know what, you know, what can I afford? Like, you ask the question of how much do you want to spend or what your budget is. And they, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to, I just don't know how much things are going to cost. And we've talked about this in previous um, podcasts about this. And it's, it's really not the best way to go because not having a clear understanding of what your budget is and what you're comfortable with spending. You know, I was just talking to Andrew about a, a similar story he had with a client and I'll probably, I'll let you tell it, but just, you know, how, how they go through the process of, you know, I don't have a budget. And then you would say, you know, well, if it was, X amount of dollars, what would you say? And they go, oh, no, too much. So you do have a budget. Like, mm-hmm. there, there is a line in the sand to be drawn, but I, I feel like this, this topic gets a little bit too light-handed with how it's dealt and it doesn't really get thought of until the whole excitement of the dream and the plan and the reality of everything has been done or, or drawn out on paper and then you get a pricing from a builder and it's – it's way over budget mm-hmm. we don't want to spend that much but yeah. like don't want to yeah like it's it's what you want but that's what you told us you want it it really needs to be a serious conversation between you and your partner or whether it's just you and yourself about talking about how much you guys are seriously wanting to spend and what you are comfortable with spending and then that second budget of what you don't want to go over because everyone, I guarantee you, everyone has that in mind. And, that, and they yep. say, oh, we don't know. But like I said, you throw a figure and then they'll just go, no, nah, don't want to spend that much. And you go, well, that, yeah. there's a line somewhere. Where is it? Let's find it. A million dollars. And they go, no, I don't want to spend a million dollars. I can do anything you want for a million dollars. No worries. Yes. So like, it's just, it, it needs, it needs to be a serious conversation you guys have 
Um, and I want to share some ways that you can potentially help yourself find out this answer too. Um, it's a big thing with banks. I really love to get someone on that is actually in a banking or deals that is a banker of some sort that deals with finances alone. That's actually allowed to talk with about this sort of stuff because it's such a gray area in the situation that it, you, us as builders find this really tough that when we're dealing with banks with certain people that you go to the, they say, we go to the bank, we try to get a pre-approval of some sort. They say, we need some plans and a quote. Well, we need a quote. And for starters, if they're wanting to do a major renovation, we can't give yeah. a quote. <laughs> I want to put a room on the back of the house or yeah. I want to put, I want to put two room, two, two bedrooms and two, uh, three bedrooms and two bathrooms upstairs. It, it just, we need like, yeah, that's no, what the designers do. That's the, they draw. You, and we, you want to make sure it can work. We don't, yeah, we don't want to like, you don't want to go through the process of spending all this money getting yeah. plans to only find out that you could only have maybe one bedroom and one bathroom on the back of the house instead of the three and two. Like mm-hmm. just little things like that. And and like you'd see it, Andrew, like tell us what your experience is with, with struggle with oh. banks and pre-approvals and that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's it's more um it's more common than you would ever think. It's like 80% of plans that get drawn never get built because they're just way over budget. The people the people that uh request the plans and then the people that draw the plans both have no idea how much things cost. And that's why like we've spoken before about having a builder on your team as well as a building designer or architect. Like the three parties need to collaborate constantly from the very beginning. There needs to be a coherent team to work on that um, design. And the builder needs to be chipping in with, you know, this is going to be expensive, that's going to be expensive, or this is, this, it's, this is a better way to do it to achieve the same thing. Um, and uh, like that's a really good way of trying to curb the, the, the disappointment in the end. Because like us as builders, I, we hate delivering prices that are three times as much as what the what the people are, are, are spending. And you're like, you might think, oh, that's that's stupid. How could you, you possibly say it's three times as much? Well, I've done it lots of times where it's at least fifty percent more than what they want to spend, if not more. I've, I've, I deliver, I think I've told the story before. I, I gave, I gave these people a quote for a job. They want to spend half a million dollars. I quoted at 1.5. And, it, and it's quite frustrating. Like we don't, we don't enjoy doing this. Like it's like, it's like saying, oh, it's hey, horrible. you know, you want to buy the Lamborghini. Here it is. Come <laughs> have a look, take it for a, a test you drive. An, you can only, only have a Hyundai. Yeah. Like it's just, and we sit there going, and we feel like the bad guy, and we get paint, we get painted as the bad person. Whereas we don't we don't control the cost. We only price what's on what's drawn, and how best to achieve what's drawn given the given the standards, given the what we have to warrant, and the most efficient way we know as builders to build it. Yeah. So it's not us controlling the cost. We always do it the fastest and the cheapest way. But it has to meet certain stand. It has to meet certain standards, and we have to warrant it as well. For yeah. have, depends on where, but, but for us here in, in Sofas, it's for seven years. Like, and if, if you need to do certain things and do them a certain way to do that, and you know, things might be drawn a certain way, and you have to do it only one way, and that's a really expensive way of doing it. Now, if it's already yeah. drawn, you've already gone through the process of getting the plans done, finalized, maybe even approved by, by a council, 
and then you get engineering done and then you go and seek a builder's quote and the builder goes, well, it's three times as much. It's, it's you know, half or one and a half million dollars and you've only got half a million dollars to spend. Well, you've thrown away that 10, 20, $30,000 and all the time, like it might take you 12 months to get to that point. You throw away all that money and all that time on something you can't afford. And imagine the disappointment. You just go, yeah. and that's, that's why so many people don't build, don't end up building because they go through all this excitement and yes, we're going to get this and look at my plans and how good are they? And we'll be good. we went through council, council approved it. How good is that? Now we went to the builder. Oh, the builder's time is too much. Yeah. And then people go, then the, the problem is with people is they go and chase the builder that'll give them what they want. We'll give them the price they want, which is wrong. Because all yeah. you're doing is screwing that person down and they're going to screw you down. Yeah. To screw you over in the end. Yeah, with extra cost variations. Extra cost variations. Be, they're going to leave know. things out. They're going to stuff things up. They're going to prioritize. We've talked about before. Where they're going to prioritize your job over one that's going to make more money or, the, or a small job that they can get in and get their money and get out again so they can keep tinkering on your job where they're not making any money on or they just leave one person there to stuff around oh, yeah, for weeks and weeks on end and you get frustrated that it's taking, you know, six months longer than it should have or six weeks longer than it should have and just yeah not uncommon no no it's just it happens all the time yeah all the time and you get people you get people so disheartened about it that they just go i just give up like we're just not gonna like i've had clients before so we're just it's just too hard they're like well we went through this process if you want to know any more information on this episode of what we've been talking about click the link below this link right here click it come on click it Oh. Yeah, you watch it. And like for me, like like just said before, we'd like we'd love to get someone on. We'd love to like if someone's listening and knows anybody, um, we'd love to get someone on that's a broker or something like that that works in finance, especially especially with building loans and construction loans. And so we can talk to them and see how people would best get. Because for us, what we think is that the clients, the client should the best first thing the client should be doing is going back and saying, "How much can I borrow? I want to put. I want to do an extension house. How much can I borrow roughly?" Yeah, how much equity is in the Based house? On, what can we borrow? Yep. Yeah, yeah, we want to put, we want to do an extension income. house or rent of the house. How much can we borrow so we can go and chase that amount of work? So we can say, all right, we can only borrow X and then des- design something to suit X budget. Yeah, really. But I don't know if that's possible. I've not, when I've extended before, I've, I've already drawn the plans because I know what I'm doing and then I've done it. So I've not, I've not done that before. So, but it seems to be like banks always ask for, plans and a quote before they even give you pre-approval yeah. but like you need to go and spend squillions like tens of thousands of dollars to get to that point and then yeah. you don't know if you're going to be able to borrow that amount yeah and i can understand the bank's point of view from well you know how much equity is going to be in the house is there, are they going to spend more in the house than they yeah, are yeah, and yeah. what it's worth well, and all yeah. that sort of stuff it's just it's just like well can we just do something on a 30-year loan and a, what income you're earning yeah. To be able to go right, this is X, and we're hoping that the house should be valued a ballpark at, figure right. at evaluated. You know, be be a little bit more, should be a little bit more equity in the house by the time it's been renovated and finished, depending mm. on the extent they're going. Um, and yeah. then this really helps. Like I explain this to people, it's like, you know, if we're playing a game of football or soccer, and we've got the ball and we've got no goal at each end or no footy posts, where do we go? Like that's yeah, the same thing with building. How are we like, going to win again? Yeah. We just don't know. You, you, you literally have no idea what direction to head until you have that budget amount to go, all right, well, you know, we can work out something to go, right, oh, well, roughly we could probably do this. A builder can sit there and just not do figures, but be able to have it from his past experience to sort of go, well, you know, 
and even sometimes it's still not 100 percent correct from the builder to be able to give you a price but it's like straight away a lot of the times you look at it and go for that's going to be a lot more than the budget was going to allow or mm. or that sort of stuff so it's just yeah. it's just getting that and like like seriously i'd love to have a good get in-depth conversation with a broker or someone about this to be able to even tell us through the steps and what their problems and issues they have with their with clients and what what even like potential someone who's looking to renovate what problems they see with the bank because it always seems to be the same same battle i sit here with clients is that now they want plans and a quote and it's like like andrew said before do you want to go through the process of you know spending ten ten thousand fifteen thousand dollars depending on the extent your renovation or new home to find out that it's not going to align like that the budget is not going to match up to that that amount and then you've either got a set of plans that's now going to cost you more to change and alter or you're only going to do a part of that like you know you might you might do a yeah Yeah, master plan and do you know just do this part of the extension or just that because that's all that's feasible at the time being which which is nothing wrong with that like a lot of clients i go through like like we'll draw a grand master plan and go right we're going to stage this one like we're going to do this first the big part of it which is which is the designers yeah. there they're doing everything you may as well get all the yeah. engineering do all done. do the landscape design all that sort of stuff get it all done so you know and, and then you know you also know what your end figure is going to be like you don't you don't guess twice or three times you know what i mean like if you if you want to do if uh, you want to do an extension on the side and a pool and then landscaping or something like that get all of it drawn at once you can get it all priced at once too and then you go okay we're doing that bit now and that bit next year and that bit the year after or something like that or we'll do yeah. this bit and this bit now and do that bit next year or something something like that or in two years time something like that so always like it's a famous saying but always begin with the end in mind and, and yes. that you know always think about how it's going to finish like i i know as uh, i know um, and joel was just saying i'm sure i know as a builder that i am constantly thinking while working how is this going to finish how is it going to function like that's one thing that I always teach my my guys constantly is I'm always like, how's it going to finish? Don't just put the bit of wood, put the bit of timber there. Think about think four or five steps or twenty steps in front of where you are about how that's going to finish and how the people are going to use it. Like with like for example, when you're sitting when you're setting out taps in a bathroom, the old school way of doing it, set out taps in a shower was it was underneath the shower rose, but you had to reach into the shower to turn the tap on and get wet so think about it that's a dumb idea why wouldn't you put it off to one side where you can reach in turn it on not get wet like that's the sort of and you but you got to think about that when you're roughing it in and there's no tiles no shower head no shower screen nothing like that when it's just bare frame yeah, it's the same sort of thing think about how it's going to how it's all going to play out in the end so if the, a grand master plan is a fantastic idea yeah for sure and um going back to the conversation I had with them clients, it was talking like her words, one of her words to me was, you know, the point of going through this process is so that you can make an informed decision, regardless whether you go with me or not. And it's so that you guys can see, well, here's the plans we got. Here's what we're currently wanting. This is the current cost. Do we need to adjust? Do we need to change things? She's like, oh, that's not a, that's a really good way. Like, I guess it helps avoid disappointment. We don't go through the whole selection process and start picking things and, you know, which is part of it as you go through each way, but there's no point getting excited and picking everything and all your selections until you get that floor plan right and go, right, oh, well, we're happy to, happy with that cost. Now let's see what level of finish we can have once we're happy with that budget. Yeah, that's you know? right, yeah. Do we just settle for the basic finish, but sort of get what we want or do we drop what we want and get rid of a few things to have a higher level of finish in a better 
a better outlook, you know, a more classier sort of internal look and height, you know, better cabinetry and stone tops and, you know, better tapware and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's a good way of doing it. Good way. You need to get to a budgetary figure first with a, with a floor plan. And then before you go, if, uh, once, once you've, once you know that sort of that, like that 80, 80%. I'm doing a similar sort of thing now for a client, for a passive house that we're sort of, he's got plans that he's drawn and he's involved us to do a budgetary costing based on the plans, but they're just plans, like no engineering, no soil tests, no, 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 that it's very, 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 very limited in the information. But I said to him, look, what I can do is give you a sort of 70 to 80% accurate costing and that doesn't mean I'm only pricing 70, 80%, but it means that, like, for example, the example I used with him is, is that we haven't done engineering for the slab. So who knows what sort of slab we're going to use, how thick it's going to be, what, what beams you're going to put in, do I need to put in, what type of soil, do I need to put piers, how deep are the piers, how big are they, all that sort of stuff. So, but what I can do is because I know it's a house, I understand from experience, I understand the loads and that sort of stuff, I can make an assumption a detailed assumption, so we know. Okay, it's this. It's this sort of slab with this Rio and this piers. And da, 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 cost that out, so I know how much that's going to cost. So at least we've got a budgetary figure for concrete, for example, instead of saying no concrete, and then you've got a fifty thousand dollar bill that's that's come with fifty thousand dollar extra on the end on the end of it. So at least we've got a costing for it, and go. Okay, well, I think it's going to cost about this much. Yep. And so you do the same thing with tiles and taps and kitchens and that sort of stuff. Just allow an educated figure that you estimate. Which is based on, like these come figures come from based, based on previous experience. It's based, based on reality. It's based on experience. It's based on talking to subcontractors and that sort of stuff and, and, and saying, and giving the plan and say, this is it. How much should we budget for this now? And like I do with my kitchen guy all the time. So I send him plans and go, okay, how much should we budget for this? It's usually a ballpark. Um, how much we budget for this? I'll start with that budget with them, and then if we get further down, if we if we get yep, okay, overall budget is yep within our within our price range. Right and now we can further we can further document the plans, and we can further uh, we can go further down the road of selection. So we can know okay, we're having these cabinets with this this color, this stone, these drawers here, and that sort of stuff. So we can go through the detail once we know yes, we can afford it rather than go through all that detail and go, oh, by the way, it's three times as much as you can afford. Yeah, which for, to be honest, from past experience, I think this is a, like the only way to do it is that it's, it's work through and like the price is only going to get more accurate as you step through each stage and it's just going to be 100%, yeah. like it to give a super accurate price, you've got to go through all them hurdles of getting your selections and engineering. Like let's just work on a, on a figure and start with you know an estimated cost to be able to get something very close i know some builders might object to this they say they won't do it but i think from past experience unless like <laughs> i haven't met a builder yet that can look at a set of plans and go da -da 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 -da, within half an hour and go bang this is your costing can't doesn't, be done doesn't work it doesn't happen not, so, not with an extension of renovation yeah no so way. i think it's just it's 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 like like i said it's not super accurate but it's a good way to progress through things you know it's like learning to ride a bike you sort of you know, you start with the training, yeah, training wheels, wheels, and wheels. you know, and then you start taking the wheels off wheels. and then someone's sort of standing there holding, hold, helping you and all that sort of stuff so that you get to a point where, right, now now we're accurate. We've got that pricing. Everything's sort of all the documentation's there, all the selections are there. Now we can really start to tighten things up. It's, it's a great way of doing it without spending a lot of your money and wasting a lot of your time yep. and then 
to find out only things need to change. So yeah. Yeah. It's important. This is just my personal experience and my opinion on this, but um, yeah. I really think, what you think too. valuable way of doing it. So yeah. Let us know what you think guys love to hear your feedback on this sort of, on this topic and any other topics that we talk about or any other episodes you've listened to. And if you want any more information from us, if you're in Rockhampton with Joel or in Sydney with me, um, make sure you just click the link in the description here. That'll take you to our page. Um, and you can click on either Joel himself and then you, you'll be able to get in contact with us. So. All right, takeaways for me today. Uh, avoid the disappointment by being realistic with your budget, uh, having a serious conversation, whether it be with you and your partner or you, your partner and the builder. Um, and being open and honest with this can save a lot of disappointment and really help both you and your builder out when it comes to costing things. Andrew? Yep. And my takeaway for this week is try to get, I don't know how possible it is, but try to get out of your broker or your bank or whatever, how much you're allowed to borrow. So take try and base that on how much your house is worth, how much you earn and how much equity you've got in it and try and get the figure so that you can actually work to a figure instead of just going, oh, we just want to do this and this and work to some magical figure and then work out you can't afford it at the end. If you want to know any more information on this episode of what we've been talking about, click the link below. This link right here. Click it. Come on, click it. Yo. Now you're watching. Don't forget, guys, um, we've got a, our, come and join our Facebook group, the Builders Don't Kill Their Clients Facebook group. Share the podcast in there to talk about all the topics that we're on. We take a suggestion from you guys on what we could, um, what we can talk about. We'd love hearing that from you guys. Um, any other feedback stuff is awesome as well. We're trying to get make this show as uh, beneficial for you <coughs> as the homeowner or the renovator or looking at doing something with your home. Um, this is this is all for you guys. So any feedback from you guys is greatly appreciated. Also on Instagram as well, we have got a What Builders Don't Tell the um, yes, podcast right. Instagram thing. page as well. So, and if you want to watch any of these back, YouTube, but if you're already watching this, then I'm assuming you found it. So most Probably people have. seem to watch it on the Spotify or, you know, listener apps, all that sort of stuff. This brings us to the end of this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know we did. Hit the subscribe button on all your favorite podcast apps. And if you've got any thoughts or topics that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us up in our DMs. On all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and this week we're brought to you by... Joel Miner from Refined Space Constructions. And I'm Andrew from Quadrio Building Services. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye. If you want to know any more information on this episode of what we've been talking about, click the link below. This link right here. Click it. Come on, click it. Yo. You know you're watching.